And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in to the Three and Out pregame show for another week of talking some high school and college football. We are moved up by the the Guttersville-Douglas game has been moved to tonight, Thursday night. Uh, Coach Lyles at Douglas and uh, Coach Reese apparently agreed with him that the torrential rain that we may get tomorrow night uh, is worth moving this game up. And to be honest with you, it's not that bad of an idea. It's going to be a beautiful night tonight. So going to be a great night for some Thursday night high school football. I'm Joe Cagle. That is Zach Ross. That's John Davis Rawlings. Uh, Zach, a little Thursday night football. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to steal John Davis's thunder, but Douglas concession stand. Uh, uh, John Davis is going regardless. I, I, I am. <laughs> I, but, you know, I just hope that they have adequate enough time to prepare. Oh, they do. Because, you know, moving it from Friday to Thursday, does that mess any, any preparation or, up? Yeah, we're marinating the, the, right? the beef. They've been doing it for so long. They know what they're doing. I, they, just moved to, they just started working yesterday, probably. The day before. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they did. I'm, so, sure, yes. I'm sure Coach Lyles checked with them before. Oh yeah, he moved it. To no make doubt, sure they could <coughs> no doubt. Time. But the forecast for tomorrow night does look pretty wet. But as of now, I mean, as of Wednesday and as of Thursday morning, nobody else is playing on Thursday night. Um, I a lot of coaches would probably look at it and say, "Nah, I don't want to take the day off of preparation." But you know, if it's going to be that wet and the field could be that bad, then both coaches just decided, let's go ahead and play this thing on Thursday night. Because like I said, tonight is going to be beautiful. we got a fake fall kind of night tonight. Um, false fall, but it's on, it's on its way. But uh, tomorrow night, a few a few games in the area. Uh, really, Arab is going to go to Sardis. Uh, that's going to be a region game. Boaz is going to be going to Crossville. And you got to think Boaz is going to pick up a win at Crossville after – Yet again, losing last week to Scottsboro. And, uh, John Davis, you were just talking about that game. Well, I got – when when we were talking about it, I was like, how did – how? How how did that happen? And I knew uh, Shannon Allen at the reporter would lay it out exactly how it happened. And they turned the ball over on their first three possessions. Boaz. Boaz did. Mm-hmm. And gave um, mm-hmm. gave Scottsboro the ball on the 25-yard line or better. It's, it's, and it's, it's hard to win. Start. It's hard to win when you – Lay up 21 it's points. A surprising start for Boaz. Obviously, I think they get the win tonight at Crossville, but still, I mean, you're kind of behind the eight ball now. Yeah, and now you're – I called it a must-win game for them, um, and now you're really in the must-win territory. If you, yeah. go, if you go to Crossville, you've got to get that win, and I think we all expect they'll get that win. But now it's looking like that Boaz if, – if everything goes how it should on paper, that Boaz-Douglas game – is going to be for a uh, for a playoff spot. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, Gunnersville obviously going to Douglas tonight for the second region game of of the season. Uh, Douglas is now two and one. They lost Arab last week, so they are. Let's see, they are third, tied for third right now with Scottsboro in the region. Scottsboro is off tonight or tomorrow night. Um, so the Douglas Eagles sitting at two and one. This is a program that has just gotten better and better. Coach Reese talked about it. You'll you'll hear from Coach Reese later in the show. He talked about how Coach Lyles and the staff has just gotten this team better and better, and it's obvious. 
Oh, totally obvious. Uh, I mean, I remember, you know, years ago when I was a student, I mean, you could just consider when Douglas was on the schedule, it's going to be an easy win. Um, maybe not so much in basketball or some other sports, but in football, uh, you know, Gunnersville's pretty much had their way with, with Douglas. And, you know, every every year that he's been there, they have gotten better and better. And then it, last year resulted in a, uh, in a playoff trip, well, albeit to Pleasant Grove, but still – Making the playoffs, uh, you know, is is a is a mighty feat, and wh- how this program has grown, it's just, I mean, it's it's a bit shocking to be honest with you, and uh, it's great that now, you know, these two schools are what 15, 20, uh, maybe fifteen miles apart, maybe not even that much, fifteen minutes, yeah. twenty minutes apart, um, that uh, that we've got we got the potential for a little rivalry to develop here in the next couple of years if they continue to improve. Absolutely. Coach Lyles, uh, Cliff Mitchell also on that, that staff. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're all impressed with what Douglas has done over the last year. How years. could you not be? I know. <laughs> I know. And the fact that he's got so many kids and the and, and right now from what I hear, one of their one of their travel uh Pee Wee teams are dominant. And they've beaten Arab, they've beaten Gunnersville. Um so they've got kids coming up too, and I think you see that with small programs like Douglas. Uh, if if you can get if you can get kids interested at an early age, then they stay in the program, and then they come up, and by the time they get to the varsity level, they know what to expect. So, I mean, that's why Gunnersville's been so successful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I think you see it with a lot of other programs too. But but very excited about tonight, uh, Gunnersville traveling to Douglas. If you're headed that way, you're you're in for some great weather tonight. So. Probably going to be by ourselves tonight. Um, I think there'll probably be some other games that have been moved um, to Thursday night, so there'll be some other scores to keep up with. But as far as as far as Marshall County, it's looking like everybody's going to go ahead and play on Friday night. Um, you know, I guess you don't want to deal with the weather if you don't have to. Right. Yeah. Mo- and most schools don't have turf, so if you had yeah. turf, it. I mean, you could play in the rain. It wouldn't be that big of a deal, but. You start to think about your field and how your field's going to be for the rest of the fall. You don't want to, you know, turn it into a mud pit. Then it's a mud pit for the next several weeks. Turn it into a pasture is what you're looking at if you're dealing with that much rain. So, uh, Guntersville obviously uh, got right last week again. Um, man, that was quick, fast, and in a hurry. And uh, happy to see, you know, Crossville agree to the not only the moving clock in the second half, but also the shortened quarters. You know, let's – Let's go ahead and get out of here. Cause and, yeah. and then, obviously, Coach Reese gets his uh, big win, number 101. So, just another congrats to Coach Reese. He's just going to add to the add, add to the to record yeah. as we go on this year. Add to it, yeah. And uh, we, we kind of all expected that result uh, last week. Um, and it's good, you know. And, and, and well, I guess what's more important is you kind of escape that uh, – game without any major injuries um yes. and that's that's probably the most important thing to take from that game well another thing too is it's for coach reese now and everybody else it's it's done you right. know he got he got he got 101 yeah you get that yeah the, the conversation can can shift now and to be i, I know coach reese is is very happy and you know when you talk to coach reese the first the first people he's going to credit is always the staff it's always the players and uh the program as a whole um, but you know, you know deep inside, he's happy about it. Uh, how could you not be? But at the same time, you got a season to coach. Um, it's behind you now, so you can move on and focus on the Douglas Eagles. That's right. Tonight. Yeah. 
Well, we are excited to be here. We are a little early, like we said. We're coming in on Thursday night instead of Friday night, but any night we get to play football, we don't care what day it is. So this is the 3 and Out pregame show. We'll be right back. We're going to talk some college football, some SEC, and, of course, we're going to visit with Douglas head coach Brandon Lyles later in the show. Stay tuned. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Hey, everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown, and we are very excited to be part of a historic fence building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of FDIC and an equal housing lender. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From re-graveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. At Marshall Medical, fitness and wellness are more than just workouts and physical therapy ranges from occupational rehab to certified athletic trainers. Until now, all those services were a part of Therapy Plus Fitness. But with our expanding programs, one name didn't tell the whole story. So we're introducing Marshall Wellness and Marshall Therapy and Sports Rehab. Two new names for the many services we offer. New programs, new look, new names, and the same strong commitment to a healthy community. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. 
Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cromamas, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. D&S Lock and Key Service has been Marshall County's go-to professional locksmith service for nearly 40 years. D&S Lock and Key is here to help keep your property safe and secure, assist with emergency lockout assistance, and even provide safe and vault service. They provide a fast response and turnaround for key making as well. Visit them online at dnslockandkey.com or call 582-8006. And remember, emergency hours are available. Now back to the three and out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in to the three and out pregame show. Um, we just previewed the Douglas Guttersville game in the last segment. Now we're going to talk some college football. Quite a weekend last weekend. Um, it was just awesome to see football, football back. Obviously, Alabama gets a big win over Utah State. Auburn gets a win over Mercer. Um, I think I think it's safe to say now that uh, the bottom of the West, I don't know, the whole the West as a whole to me, I, I mean, obviously you got Alabama at the top, but the West as a whole, I think it's a huge toss-up. I think, I think A&M may be in that second spot by a little bit, but, other, but three down – I think it's all interchangeable. Arkansas has got a good chance against everybody. So, I mean, you can't yeah. count them out. And especially they get they get Alabama at home. Um, they've got a, a big one this weekend. I think they play – is it South Carolina that Arkansas yeah. plays this weekend? Yeah. Um, and that might be, you know, a little bit of a trap game for them looking forward. But, yeah, LSU uh, loses their best player yeah. to a celebration. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that was just – that's heartbreaking. I, I'm not going to make a lot of that. I mean, what? that's just heartbreaking for that kid because he was poised for a break. And you saw on that play. Yeah. Shoots through the awful. shoots through the gap, causes a tackle for loss, and then jumps up in the air, comes down awkwardly on his knee, and there's his season just like that. All that hard work, and he's out for the so, year. So depressing. Mm. I, I hated to see that. That was a – God, what a, what a nightmare of a game for, for LSU, but – then you're, I mean, you're a block takes your point away from going to overtime. Right. LSU had no business <laughs> being in that position that they were in. Um, my boy, my boy Brian Kelly, he got his he got his LSU tenure started off. He got loss. it. You're not gonna like this. Statement. He's got he's got not some like, for after runoff. Like, he does, but Let's Charles not gonna real. like the statement. Mm-hmm. Got out coached. Oh yeah. Hey, Mike Norvell's a good coach. I mean, yeah. from the very beginning. I, yeah. You know, and I saw some comments about this, but every time they showed Brian Kelly on, like, you know, the camera that zoomed into him in a moment in the game, yeah. he wasn't saying anything. No, he wasn't. He was just literally standing there, like, <laughs> almost it. in shock. He, like, uh, Yeah, I don't know if it was shock or if it was more like, to me, there was almost this attitude of he expected what he was seeing. Oh. You know what I mean? Because you remember Saban's first year in yeah. 07. I mean, he had a lot of players he had to run off. Yeah, you had the Butte. Uh, yeah, the, that I was – I mean, he, he just looked like he quit in the second quarter. Like, I mean, yeah. and, you know, Kelly, Brian mm. Kelly spent a good bit of the offseason talking him into staying. Uh, some some big law firm in Baton Rouge worked out an NIL deal for him to stay. And then 
he doesn't even make it through the first quarter before he's dragging around. Well, you know, it's not like he had like just an absolute, you know, great quarterback the year before. You know, yeah. like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think the kid they have now is like yeah. that much worse than what they had before. I so. think they're improved from last year. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think with 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 Daniels at quarterback, I, I like him at quarterback. Obviously, they couldn't block for him. Um, I thought I got to be honest with you. I was surprised to see that Florida State team. And here's the lesson that I learned, okay? You don't judge – do not judge an FBS team on an FCS opponent. And that, I, I walked into that trap of judging Florida State by the Duquesne game. And to be honest with you, there was personnel groupings that I saw against Duquesne that were not on the field for LSU, which tells me Mike Norvell got some guys in early against Duquesne because he knew – that he could play some guys, but it was a different looking Florida State team to me. Obviously, I mean, I saw him get blown up on the offensive line by Duquesne in that first game several times in the first few series, and played really well against yeah. LSU. I thought they had a great game plan. I like Mike Norvell. Uh, I think you know I'll get into that later, but I mean, any any more thoughts on Florida State? <laughs> well, well, I'm happy that they're competitive again it's, I it's been a while and uh you know now they're now they're showing you know lsu's not not alabama or georgia or whatever but the but florida state's showing improvement mm-hmm. and there for the past you know several years it's been you know yeah uh, it's been rough to watch it's been rough are they improving or is lsu just that bad i think i think florida state's improving from what i see right. what i saw uh i agree lsu's not not great uh we're probably looking at lsu being seven and five this year probably um but florida state's got a florida state has the talent and the coaching to potentially compete i don't think they'll beat clemson but i think they'll be right there competing no, with no. nc state in the uh I, I, i'm not I, on that boat if, i if, still think they're gonna struggle if clemson had the if Cle- <laughs> if if DJ doesn't get it together, I mean, I know the second half was better than the first. Yeah, what is up with? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm not even going to try to say his last yeah, name. But with, everybody oh, knows they're, DJ. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna play the kid. They're gonna play He'll Club Nick or whatever. He'll uh, end up playing. Moving forward, but he he came in and just. Yeah. For those of uh, for those of you in the audience that may not know, our friend Greg Glasscock, who is the play-by-play announcer for the Goodersville Wildcats. Is a huge Florida State fan. Last week, I offended Greg. I did by saying that his Seminoles would go five and seven. So it's not only that. I've mm-hmm. written an apology letter. Who called him a high school team? I did not say the whole team was a high school team. They had personnel <laughs> groupings that look like a high school team. Okay. Okay. And now I know that wasn't don't me. Don't judge. Wasn't me either, Greg. Don't judge against FCS opponents. All right. Cue the music. Dear Greg, <laughs> last week I made a comment steeped in hyperbole. It stated that Florida State had some personnel groupings resembling a high school team and that the Seminoles would finish this season 5-7. and seven. I am fully aware that they defeated future national championship head coach Brian Kelly in LSU last Saturday night. Sunday night. Although the Tigers made a valiant comeback, it didn't soften the blow that I and most SEC fans felt as LSU ruined what should have been a 14-0 weekend for the conference. I now see that FSU is improved from last year, and I'm ready to amend my prediction. As I said last week, 
I stated that the Seminoles would finish five and seven. This week, I have decided that they will finish six and six. <laughs> I state my regret. That's it. That's my apology to Greg. <laughs> uh, maybe seven and five. Maybe seven. Greg, I, I, <laughs> Greg, I'm going to say eight and four. I, 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 I think I love, the, I love Travis. I think they've got that quarterback. yes, that that quarterback. He's I, good. Let's on third look at, down, let's look up their schedule. At one point on third down, I think they were 11 for 15, which is pretty outstanding. Oh yeah, it's an SEC defense. Yeah, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> I, I like the quarterback. I like the running back out of the backfield. I think they got some good pieces. Well, on the outside, I just still think that they're um, they're not they're there yet. So I, I they're going to lose the games they're supposed to lose, and I feel like they're going to slip up and lose it one or two that they're not supposed to lose. Because I just think that's still where Mike Norvell is with this program. Um, yeah, name this kid. Do they got Louisville at, at? Well, they're off Saturday. Okay, they're off Saturday. Next week it's at Louisville. At Louisville, that's a, home to Boston College. That's those a win. Are, those are two right there that, to me, could be. One and one. Or one and oh and one. two. One and one. I, th- I think they win both two. of those. And then Wake Forest at home. They win that one. At NC State. I think that's a loss. Clemson at home. Loss. Then they're off again. Georgia Tech at home. Win. At Miami. Loss. At Syracuse. That's one I think they lose to. I think that's one of those games where they slip up and lose one they're not supposed to lose. Louisiana. At home, win, and then uh, Florida loss. Home. Yeah, so I'm sticking. I'm sticking with my prediction of eight and four. And four. <clears throat> I go six and six, seven and five. Better than last year. I mean, not true. I think, I think they'll go bowling. Yeah, they'll be in the Cheez It Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheez It Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's where Clemson went last you're gonna, year. Don't hate on it too you're much. You're gonna have to write a more lengthy apology, I think, to Greg late, nah, later in the season. Nah, but. this will be something Greg can laugh about tonight. <laughs> but anyway, that was my statement of regret, my Dwight Schrute statement of regret. So the anyway. one, the one thing I was impressed with, I watched or watched highlights of because SEC Network does SEC and sixty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it breaks like in that. it goes big plays from each game. The defensive lines. Yeah. Of the entire conference. Pretty, pretty dang good. What about my boy Tank Bigsby? He 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 looked impressive. He looked impressive. He did. He did That's more impressive right. than your boy Brian Kelly, but he did. Yeah. And obviously Alabama, um, I thought picked up right where they left off. But, Alabama uh, still got some offensive line issues. Right. Still got offensive line issues in Tuscaloosa. There's no doubt about that. So we'll see how that pans out as the season goes along. Alabama at Texas uh, Saturday. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff. So. Uh, Get your get your brunch on for that one. Uh, Auburn, Chicken and waffles. Auburn, San Jose State, 6.30 kick. So right here on WTWX, the pregame show will start at 3.30. So uh, get ready for all the college football again this Saturday. So excited that we are just uh, rolling along with, with college and high school football. It's a Thursday night. Douglas is going to host Gunnersville. Uh, we are moving up by day. For some rain, but uh, like I said, any day we get to play high school football is a good day to me. This is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Brandon Lyles, talk a little bit more, then we're going to talk to Coach Reese, and then we're going to send it to the field. Y'all stick with us. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state of the art facilities located on 130 acres. 
But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Former Gunnersville Wildcats, Steve and Cole Carver would like to assist you with all of your real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or an auction. They do it all with over 30 years combined experience. Contact them at 256-571-6775 or 256-293-3840. Carver sold at gmail.com. Remax Gunnersville. Go Wildcats from everyone at SoCo Roofing. You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand in hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at 256-677-9002. We were here before the storm and we will be here after the storm. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160 point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12 month bumper to bumper warranty, a 100,000 mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide an outlet to keep our kids safe. Hello, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I want to wish all the great student athletes competing on the field tonight the best of luck. And let's make 2022 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Feel free to reach out to us. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn, Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Looking down the bed. 
Now back to the three and out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back into the three and out pregame show. Uh, let's visit with Douglas head coach Brandon Lyles. And we're joined now by Douglas head coach Brandon Lyles. Coach, thanks for joining us. You're in your third season now at Douglas, and uh, you know you're off to a pretty quick two and one start. Just talk about what you've learned about yourself, about this program as a whole in the last three years. Uh, just learning about myself. Uh, just trying to um, just try to become a better football coach. I mean, I've I've learned from some good uh, coaches over the years, Coach Knapp, Coach Mitchell, and Coach Del Pruitt. Um, even got to work with Coach Isom and uh, Coach Reese actually gunned them for a year uh, way back when. So just trying to learn different stuff from them and just seeing what I've got to, uh, you know, improve on. And then just learning throughout the season with this team, uh, just trying to become a more consistent football team. Uh, that's, that's our goal every day. I, I feel like we've gotten a little bit more physical, um, but we still do a lot of stuff uh, execution-wise that we've got to improve on. And in your third season now, I know obviously it's it's a goal of a new coach to to make sure that your brand, your style is is implemented and everybody buys into that. Is that pretty much the case now? Would you say that the the players that you have are they're all about Coach Lyles now and, and what you're trying to get done? Well, I hope they're all about. It. <laughs> yes, as far as as far as just our style, you know, we want to be multiple on offense. Uh, you know, people say yeah, maybe they run some spread concepts, but we really want to try to line up and run the football if we can. And you know, these kids have been hitting the weight room for three years now since we've got here, and I feel like they've improved on that aspect, and it's helped us on the field um, become more physical. Uh, but again, you know, it's something you're trying to teach every day. I say you got to coach every shoe squeak up here, so we're trying to coach everything we can and start to get these guys just to be able to play more consistent and be able to execute which I didn't feel like we did a great job against Ray. I'll do it. Talk a little about a little bit about this team, you know, specifically position by position. What should we look for when we come and watch the Douglas Eagles tonight? Um, offensive line, we've got uh, three juniors that start up there. Um, we've got a sophomore that plays, and we've got a senior up there. And I feel like, you know, that's a, a group that's kind of jailed well together. They've become a, a pretty good unit. Um, Skill-wise, we're, we're older in the backfield on offense. Um, Eli Till, quarterback, John Fontaine, and Dakota Stewart in the backfield. Uh, Cooper Butler, juniors, also in the backfield. So we have uh, done a pretty good job so far of uh, getting the ball to different playmakers. Um, but we know going forward we're going to have our hands full against Gunnersville. We've got to find ways to uh, try to move the ball against them. Yeah, and um, just kind of going off of that right there, so – you know, you're familiar with this Gunnersville program. You've, you've played them a lot over the years. Uh, talk about this Gunnersville team this year specifically. Uh, you know, is there things they do differently than they did last year, some things the same? Just kind of give us your overall assessment of this Gunnersville team. Yeah, I mean, just the overall system of what they do is no different. Um, they're really good at what they do. And, uh, you know, they hang their hat on being able to run the ball, um, but they're very explosive in the passing game. Um the, the quarterback they've got this year, number four, he uh, can tote it, you know, just as good as any of their running backs. So you have to be aware of what he's doing at all times. Um, throws it really well, too, gets the ball out uh, on time. Um, you know, their offensive line is very good, very physical. 
I, I look at this group and I'm just, when I put tape on, it's just like, hey, it's the same group I've seen five, six years ago uh, when I was at Abbeville. I mean, it's just, they keep rolling them in. They just, I guess you say they reload. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach Reese and his staff do a fantastic job of that. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to be ready to build line up to the multiple formations. And defensively for them, they're still the same physical bunch that can line up and, you know, they're, they're going to, going to make you earn everything you get and uh you know they're they're very physical so we've got a work cut out for us for sure well you know going into this game you know what what does uh what does your group what does the douglas eagles what are they going to have to do to to slow this gunnersville offense down and and uh and give yourself a good chance to win well the first thing and i've been telling this for this is going on three years now but uh just to try to not see the g on the side of the helmet and lose it before you walk out on that field and that's something that i've been trying to push to these guys for just any team that we play that sometimes they see you know a certain team that you know they kind of cow down i guess before the game even kicked off that's what i'm trying to push is to try to be able to fight and, and try to play hard for four quarters and you know um i feel like we've improved in the mental aspect of it but that's something that's ongoing and I feel like our kids are excited to play this Thursday, but you really can't tell until you get out there, and, and I feel like we'll be able to tell pretty early if our kids are ready to fight or not. It's Douglas head coach Brandon Lyles. Coach, we really appreciate you joining us again. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that was Douglas head coach Brandon Lyles. I have always liked uh, Coach Lyles from the minute he took that job. He's so down to earth. I mean, he gets it. There's been some guys in the immediate past that have taken that Douglas job that um, – you just knew it wasn't going to work um, just by kind of the way they went about things. But Coach Lyles immediately stepped in and then obviously was able to get Cliff Mitchell back on the staff too. And it's just a hometown staff over there. Well, that's it. Like sometimes, you know, people people may get into that uh, trying to maybe use it as a stepping stone, trying to see the first way out, whatever. Um but uh, that's not Coach Lyles, you know. He's like you, like you said, hometown guy, and he really cares about the school, cares about the program, and 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 shows. And the biggest thing is, you can play over your head too. Like this Douglas team is good; they're talented, um, but they they can reach their full potential uh, just because he shows that he cares about them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that that goes a long way with kids. Like you can get the most out of them. If you just show that you care about them. Well, and we've all gone to Douglas games, obviously, you know, the concession stand, oh, yeah. as we've mentioned earlier. But uh, it's it's a community that loves that loves when the football team – really, every all sport. sport every they sport. support so well. So, it's to me, it's awesome to see – it's awesome to see a guy that's got it moving in the right direction. Well, and I think with hometown staff, it helps bring the community out. No Cause, doubt. Because mm. they remember when he played. Yep. And the kids know who they are. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to ki- they're going to class with their kids, right? You know, one of them might have a coach's wife as a teacher. You know, it's just it's good to see. And um, you know, Coach Reese talks about that in the interview coming up. So he's got nothing but respect for Brandon Lyles and the, the job con- that he's done. The concession stand does indeed help. Too. Of course, yeah. of course, we should do a. You know, when I was at the Gleam with Anthony, we we talked about a while doing features on good concession stands. I think we need to. Best, to, best, a review, best week, in the state. Next week we can have a review of the concession stand. Okay, sounds good. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna partake. Uh, Everybody get something to eat. Family at dinner. Douglas tonight. Family dinner tonight. Everybody Be- eat at Douglas tonight. Best in the state. And um, and we'll talk about it next week. 
maybe share some pictures on. No offense to Gunnersville, but Douglas has the best concession stand in the state. Uh, yeah, of course, at Guntersville, we got them. <laughs> <laughs> little nod to Ken Patterson there. Ken Patterson up in the booth. Tim Hayes. Tim Hayes, yeah. At home, letting us know when we got a first down and all that good stuff. So, shout out to them. They don't get enough love. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but then the star my, my favorite part is is Ken, Tim, and Lynn Holyfield singing yes. the national anthem with, with the band. It's great. Good stuff. That's a good tradition right there. Something I just wish they would turn the stuff. mic on and just so everybody could hear. Oh, them. they should just do it acapella. That'd be good. Well, no, we need the band. You're right. They just need a mic. So well, they have one. They just need to press the button and turn it. it on. That's right. That's right. Well, if you're traveling to the game tonight, and uh, keep in mind it is a Thursday night, uh, in for some beautiful weather tonight. So if uh, Coach Reese and Coach Lyles have never done anything for you, they did set you up with a very nice night of high school football. It's going to be beautiful tonight. So tomorrow night, looking at a lot of rain, so that's why this game was moved up to Thursday. It's another region game. It's a big game, so it's not like uh, it's not like Coach Lyles and Coach Reese just were probably doing cartwheels to move this game up because it is a region game. Um, Douglas coming off a loss, so. See if they can perform. They, I mean, they performed pretty well against Arab in the first quarter. Yeah, where where I see kind of the difference between the two teams uh, is is up front. Um, Douglas isn't quite as big as Gunnersville is, and that's going to be if they can play above their size. If they can, you know, set that point of attack, uh, they they can have some success. But just just for instance, um, three four for Douglas. Those three defensive linemen, mm-hmm. 195, 215, 220. Yeah. And and then Gunnersville's line, 290, 240, 290, 260, and then the center at 200. And that's so, really where that's really where Gunnersville has really – to me, that, that's why this is such a good program. Yeah. And, and I've said it multiple times. If, you, if you're not good on the defense and offensive lines, you're going to struggle. I, I feel like Douglas has some good skill players. And, mm-hmm. and they, they, they're good players all around, but the good, good skill players – if they can stop the Gunnersville run, then they've got a chance. Yep. But that's easier said than it's done. It's a three-headed monster, man. For yeah, sure. it's easier sure. said than done. Well, we're excited about the game tonight. Uh, this is the Three and Out pregame show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese and then close out the show and send it to the stadium. This is the Three and Out pregame show. Be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free, convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you, operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats from the Marshall County Gas District. Best of luck to the Wildcat student-athletes. Have a safe and healthy 2022 season. 
from all of the physicians at Lakeside Clinic. Dr. John Bogus, Dr. Joshua Bell, Dr. Haley Gates, Dr. Morgan Jackson, Dr. Joel Milligan, Dr. Alex Nixon, Dr. Jeff Saylor, Dr. Wade Edwards, and nurse practitioners Emily Crosby, April Miller, and Amanda Rowe. Lakeside Clinic, located just behind Regions. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app, and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community, and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Huddle House is proud to have been part of the Gunnersville community for over 30 years and are equally proud of the success of Gunnersville High School and their athletics. Huddle House was founded on hometown values, serving freshly prepared quality homestyle food in a warm, friendly environment that brings the community together. Huddle House, Southern Dining Restaurants. Any meal, anytime, and no better place to gather and eat after Friday night football. You've probably heard the term community bank and wondered what that really means. While banking regulators describe it in various ways, at Citizens Bank and Trust, we believe our simple definition says it all. We're of the community, not just in it. That means decisions about loans and other services are made right here at home by people you know. Citizens Bank and Trust, big on the small things that define better banking for you. Member FDIC. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Foodland is so proud to bring in a Coach Reese show each week at this time. And Foodland is proud to bring you some real honest to goodness special this week. Ground chuck that's 80% lean, $3.49 a pound, just this week at Foodland. Folks, shop Foodland. You will save, you will see. We're across from the high school. And welcome back into another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us again for the week. Um, I think we should start everything off uh, by congratulating you for your 101st win. Um, just talk a little bit about that. I know that's got to be uh, awesome for you. Yeah, it's a, you know, a lot of hard work went into every one of those wins from the players and the coaches. So, uh, 
I'm fortunate to be at a place that you feel like you've got a chance every week. And, uh, you know, Gunnersville's blessed with athletes, and I've uh, probably got the best assistant coaches around. So thrilled with that. We were talking about it. I, my, my first ever win as head coach was actually at Crossville. So nice. to get 101 <laughs> against Crossville is a little bit ironic. But uh, Kennedy's been with me the, the whole way through. Okay. So he's been he was there for that one. We actually kicked a last-minute field goal to beat him. So uh, it's it's something how you can remember details that long ago. But anyway, I'm blessed to be the coach here and just excited. Hopefully we've got more wins to come. Yeah, and uh, kind of think back to all those years ago when you first started at Guttersville. I mean, at that time, did you ever think I'd be sitting here as the head coach of this team and, and sitting at 101 wins? No, you know, coming in when I did, taking over for, for Phil Isom, who was a legendary coach, you just uh, – it meant a lot to me just to keep the, you know, the standard going. So uh, – uh, to me, there was more pressure put on by me to, to make sure we didn't uh, let down not only the fans, but just the tradition that we've had here. And I felt like I you know, was a defensive coordinator for years, kind of worked hard to make, so I didn't want it to go backwards under my watch, and I'm proud that we've kind of been able to keep that tradition going. Well, um, certainly a big win this past Friday night. You knock, knock off Crossville for your first region win of the year. Um, Obviously, y'all got started really quick and ended up having a pretty quick second half. Just talk about the game in general and some of, some of the guys that stood out. Yeah, before I do that, I want to just come in. You know, Crossville was out, man, didn't have very many players. And, and Coach Edwards at Crossville, he's a really good guy. And I want to commend their players for just sticking it out and working hard. Football's hard work whether you're winning or losing, and they're kind of having a tough year. So for for those kids that are playing for Crossville, they, they certainly have my respect. But – uh Thought we did some good things. We played mainly the varsity in the first half. Uh, Antonio Spurgeon was uh, 8 of 9 passing for 150 yards. And that's really something we've worked hard on every week because Antonio's a – we know he can run the ball, but for us to be an effective offense, we've got to be able to throw it well. So, uh, had uh, – let's see, we had four different receivers caught the ball, kind of got Fusel back on track with three. He had three catches and had two touchdowns. But Sam Kennedy's kind of been our – leading receiver every week, and he's a senior who also works hard. And then Evan Taylor and, and, and Cam Logan also had catches. Uh, good to see uh, our kind of running back tandem. Both had success. Julian had a couple big touchdown runs, and C.J. Gomera had six carries for about 50 yards. So uh, unlike the past where we've had one featured running back, we've, we've got a lot of confidence in both of them as well as Antonio running the ball. And – if you're going to have success, you've got to have a good offensive line. So uh, proud of the way that group's improved. And they're kind of led by uh, McCormick Langford's a four-year starter up there. Uh, and then another senior we've got is uh, Tay Armour and then Royce Balkum, who also started. So those three guys got kind of got more experience. But, the, you know, the whole, as a group, they've improved a lot offensively. Well, we're going to turn our attention now to the Douglas Eagles, another region game. We're going to go on the road to take on Douglas. This is a program, obviously, that's gotten better and better the last few years, and they're sitting at 2-1 and one right now. Just talk a little bit about this Eagles program and what you're expecting to see from them. Yeah, the, you know, Douglas is a team that in the past has struggled, but last year they made the playoffs, and uh, Coach Lyles has just done a great job. There's a lot of excitement about their program. Not only from the you know from what I see on tape watching their players, but when you go over there, man, the field looks good, and they've put a lot of time and effort into their stadium. Uh, Cliff Mitchell, who played at Douglas, he came back, and I think he's the offense coordinator. So you got two guys guys in um, you know Coach Lyles and Coach Mitchell that are from that community, and I think they've got a lot of uh, excitement coming back. So when I turn on the film, I see uh, 
guys that are well coached on both sides of the ball, players are playing hard, really all you can ask out of your team. To this point in the season, you know, obviously you're going to have a good road test um, this coming Friday night. At this point in the season, you know, I know we're only three weeks in, but thus far on both sides of the ball, where are some of the biggest improvements you've seen? Where are some things that maybe you guys as, as coaches are still working hard to, to try and uh, hone in? Well, defensively, we lost some, uh, you know, we lost some big guys. So we went to, back to the 3-3, three, three, and I, I've been really pleased with how well we've run to the ball. Uh, we got Brooks Frazier and Nick, Car- Nick Carfano on, on the defensive line. And honestly, we didn't know if either one of them could play. We knew Cole Bryan could, but the fact that those guys have come along just meant that we didn't have to play, uh, you know, some of those offensive linemen both ways. And by doing that, it allows us to play fast on offense. So there's a lot that goes into the success we've had. And really, you got to give credit to the to the players, and also credit the assistant coaches for finding out what these guys can do well. And uh, every week, we're trying to look at last week's film, see what we didn't do well. We've either got to improve on it, or you know, kind of tweak that and take that out of our offense, try to do something else. Defensively, we've given up one touchdown this year, so uh, you know, Coach Thomas and the defensive staff's done a good job, and. You know, Coach Cannon and the offensive staff seeing it, having totally different group, seven new people on both sides of the ball, I, I just commend all of our assistants and the players. Yeah, and I want to touch on this too because, you know, you, you lost it. You, you lose some big leaders from last year's defense. But, you know, from from my vantage point, from fans' vantage point, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of really good leaders on this defense still. Yeah, we do. Uh, E.J. Havis, who we talk about every week, he makes our uh, all of our calls, but then you got – to have somebody like Cole Bryan that started three years, and he, uh, you know, his dad played here, his brother played here, so going to football means a lot to him. So he's always excited every week and make sure that, that bunch gets going. Then to have Fusell back there at safety, that's a four-year starter. Uh, Evan Taylor's also a guy with a lot of experience. So we've got experienced guys. They like uh, they like playing together. They don't mind being coached hard, and so that, that just means a lot. What are you guys going to need to do to uh, go on the road and, and get a win at Douglas? Well, Douglas is a really physical team, and, uh, you know, we've been fortunate the past two weeks that we've gotten big leads at half, and we've got to play the JVs the whole second half, which is great. I really want to play those JVs. But then on the flip side of it, you worry about your team having to go to Douglas, a playoff team from last year, a county rival, and uh, we're expecting to have to play four quarters. So we've got to be ready for that. We've got to be in shape. And uh, it's just going to be – they're probably going to be one of the more physical teams we've played this year. They're going to be physical. We've got to match that physicality ourselves. Coach, we appreciate it as always. Best of luck tonight, and we will visit again next week. All right, thank you, Joe. Fans, another one of our weekly specials this week at Foodland is on Red Baron Pizza. You know how good they are, 14 to 22 ounce classic pizza. Even includes our brick oven pizza, $3.99 each, just this week. That's at Foodland. Come on in, folks, and let's talk Wildcat football and bargains on good food at Foodland across from the high school. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. And that was Coach Reese. Like I said earlier in the show, you know, nothing but good things to say about Douglas and Coach Lyles, and you know, he's got a lot of respect for this program, so. I think we fully expect, though, to Guttersville to get the win tonight. Yeah, I would say so. Like I said uh, earlier in the show, 
Um, I think it's all up front, um, mm-hmm. and who can control that. If if Douglas wants a chance tonight, they've got to get penetration on the line. They've got to kind of control it at times. Um, and like we said, it's easier said than done. I think tonight's one of those games that Brandon Fusell takes over. Yeah. It's, it it's that it's that type of stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, Sardis um, two years ago was where he where he took over that game as a sophomore. Yeah, um, I can see that. Just too. it's just that type of of stadium and setup where the bleachers are right I, on the I, I right know, on the sideline. I know what you're saying for sure. Um, but no, I, I think um, I think we went up front on both sides of the ball and score, I mean, predictions. score predictions. I mean, thirty-eight-seven. I mean, I, don't, I really don't think it's close. 42 to 14. Yeah, I'll say 48 to 6. I think I think first few series I don't think it's bad at all. I just think it was 40 to 6 in Douglas Arab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was nothing nothing at the end of the first. No score at the end of the first, so Douglas held with them pretty well. It's just that's going to be the 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 depth too. Depth is, is I, I saw that Douglas has a few guys playing both ways. Yeah. Um, you get in that second half, and you know, Gunnersville is such a physical team. You know, are you able to withstand four quarters of that? And that's all about building that program, right? Which is what Lyles is in the process of doing. To where, to where even if, even if a guy is outmatched, outmanned, at least you're running bodies in and out. Um, I think he's still kind of at the point right now where depth and physicality up front is still an issue, but nevertheless, much improved team, and probably going to be fine for that third or fourth playoff spot. So. That's exciting. Um, you know, tomorrow night, obviously, like I said, Arab is at Sardis. I think we expect Arab to move to four zero after that game. Um, Boaz is at Crossville. Boaz got to get a win, and right. I think it's both zero and three, right? Both zero and three. But Aberville at Sparkman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of, I guess, really what should be competitive. I, I think this Gunnersville Douglas game may be the more competitive of any of those. Um, yeah, Arab at Sardis may be interesting, especially if, you know, it's raining like it is, if it's kind of a sloppy game, but I'd fully expect Arab to win that. I think we're all hoping that Arab Guntersville maintain that winning streak all the way to October the fourteenth. Is Arab to the level where they win the games on the road that they're supposed to? Uh, oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think so I think okay. so. Uh, Arab's got a shot at 